Hey, beautiful friend. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time, I am so grateful that you're here. I have a few announcements before we dive in. So first off, if you have not heard yet, I am going to be hosting a four-week group intensive. So this is going to be called Thriving Routines. And really, this is coming out of me hearing from so many women that they really want support creating routines over the holidays. And I think this time can, can, right? That's the key word here, can be really stressful, really overwhelming. And so really my intention with this four week group coaching intensive is that we are going to create really intentional, aligned, individualized routines for you. So this is for the woman who really wants this holiday season to feel different, really wants more routines that fill your cup up because you give and you serve everyone else, but you find yourself not having time for yourself or maybe even feeling resentful or right. Holding on to these feelings of, I never get to take care of myself. I never get to do things for myself. Or maybe you're just feeling like you're on the edge of burnout and the holidays don't even feel exciting to you. Ah, so that's who this is for. We're going to spend four weeks really digging into what do you need? What is important to you? Creating individualized routines that make sense for you, that you need things that you're craving and then implementing those week by week. So by the end of our four weeks together, you are going to have a new morning routine, midday practices, and an evening practice that really are aligned for you, that are simple, that don't take a ton of time, but really that fill you up so that you can show up for your family, show up for your clients in a way where you really are excited to give, excited to be there, not having that resentment, the burnout, the stress, the overwhelm, all of those things. So if this is speaking to you at all, absolutely head down to the link and make sure that you sign up. If you sign up before Monday, before this coming Monday, you're going to get an extra bonus one-on-one call. And the purpose that I'm doing a one-on-one call intentionally as the bonus is because I want to dive in with you and get even more clarity on what you're needing, more clarity on why haven't you created these routines yet? What are the challenges that have been coming up for you? Let's get really clear on that and create a really awesome foundation so that as you go through the four weeks, you're just building even more on that. So you have that extra one-on-one support. So if you sign up by Monday, so by the end of Sunday, you will get a free one-on-one coaching call, which literally that's going to pay for itself. So absolutely head down to the link. I am so, so excited for the women who are going to go through this. We get started on November 23rd. So that's the week of Thanksgiving. We'll be together for four weeks, having the accountability, the support, the encouragement, the trainings, all of the things. And again, this is not going to be something that you need to spend hours on every week. This is for the woman who is busy, who has a lot going on, who needs really short, practical, simple ways to make the most impact. Okay. So head down to the link. Super excited. Hope to see you there. And let's go ahead and dive into this episode. Hey babe, welcome to the show. My name is Devani. I have my master of social work and I've been in the mental health field for about five years. 
Every episode, you'll hear faith and psychology-based mindset strategies and emotional wellness tools that will help you start showing up more authentically, start taking consistent, confident action in your life, and start creating your life by design. Let's dig in. So we are going to chat for a few minutes just about some of the challenges that we've seen in the coaching world related to perfectionism. So this is going to be specifically about either our experiences or challenges that we've seen being in the coaching space, being in the online entrepreneurial world, along with perfectionism. So when I brought this up, Susan, what are a couple thoughts that came up for you? Because I totally just sprung this on you. Yeah, I immediately um, thought law of attraction. So much of that permeates this coaching entrepreneurial um, space for us. You know, there's so many people teaching that you can, um, I don't even know because I don't read it. Whatever you want, you can have. Whatever you want to create for yourself, you can have. Yes. Yeah. You can have it. If you can see it, if you can visualize it, if you can, you can put it on your dream board and it's yours. Um, and so what I would say about that is everything on earth is a type and shadow of what's in heaven, right? God created all of it. And then Satan has come and taken it and twisted it. And law of attraction is really just a twist on the biblical principle of sowing and reaping. What we sow into our lives and into others' lives, that's what you're going to get back out. So when I say to my clients, we're going to do this visualization and it's going to help you to have the thing you want, it sounds a whole lot like law of attraction. <laughs> but but the difference behind it is the motivation of it and saying that I want to sow godly things and I want to sow what God wants me to have. And as I'm growing closer to him, my will is aligning with his will. And so I can ask for the things that I want because those are the things that he has put inside of me to have. So it's not like, let me dream up something and I'm going to think about having a million dollars for the next 90 days. And then it's just going to come to me, <laughs> right? Because a lot of people will tell you, you can do that. Um, the other thing I would say about it is biblical laws and God's principles are for everybody, believer or non-believer. And that's why you see the law of attraction and manifestation and those type things flourishing on the earth and non-believers, it works for them too, right? Because he spreads the seed to everyone. It goes to believers and non-believers. There is no differentiation there. So, um, so good. And I think, so it's sounding to me, and I've shared this before that I feel like I got caught up in some of that, right? And there are a lot of Christians and I think it can be so hard because there's, it can feel kind of murky. And sometimes you don't even realize that it's happening or 
So what I'm, what I have found for myself and what I think I'm hearing you saying is a couple of different differentiations. So where is your intent? Mm -hmm. What is your intent with this? Is the intent for you to just have the nice things or is the intent above all things to be seeking his kingdom, to be sharing and serving. And yes, also you may be very successful and make a ton of money. There is nothing wrong with, right? But it's, what is that? Oh my gosh, Siri, just my watch. Siri, I don't need your help. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, that startled me. Uh, So, so like, what is that priority above everything else? Are you seeking his kingdom above everything else? Or are you seeking that success or right? So for us as believers, what is your priority and keeping that in check? And then I think also recognizing that God is the creator of all things and it's his will. And so really, like you're saying, aligning with his will. And I think those are a few of the biggest pieces that I've experienced when I got, I think, caught up in some of that and coming out of it. Those were a few things that I realized were the huge, huge differences. And I think it's so easy. I was just talking to someone else about this in the coaching world. I think it's so easy to feel like you need to have a six-figure business, to feel like this needs to be, right? To feel like if you're an online coach, whatever it is that you're coaching in, this is your metric of success. This is what you have to be working towards. Yeah. And I got so caught up in feeling like that's what I needed to be doing. And I've been going through this whole personal process lately of realigning with what I feel like he's actually calling me to do and how to show up. But it's so easy to just subconsciously adopt when you see all these posts about how to be a six-figure coach, how to earn this. And it's like, oh, wait, okay. So I guess I should be working towards that. Yes. It's, oh my gosh. It's so easy to get caught up in that. And, and yeah, like you're saying, what's the intention behind it? right? It goes back to, are you running your business with him? Are you running your business with the Lord? Are you working on the goals that he has set for you or that someone else has set for you? Are you striving to hit that six figures? Because that's what we're told, right? That we're supposed to be trying to attain to. Where's the money for it? You know, is your heart really um, Lord, I want to get to these six figures so I can start a nonprofit, so I can give to whoever, you know, it is so much about the intention and the heart behind it. And it comes back to your relationship with him. Because when you're not in close relationship with him, you lose that discernment to see, you know, what is the goal? Where did it come from? Who gave me that goal or that standard or that expectation, right? Where did that come from? Who am I letting control that for me? Um, And I think too, going back to, you know, like law of attraction, I so did not want to get caught in it that I went the opposite way and, and believe the lie that, well, I shouldn't have those good things 
right? And I shouldn't want to make good money. I shouldn't want to have a thriving business. Right. Like I'm a Christian. So it's, you know, it's not really okay for me to have that much money. So I'm just not even going to try to draw that to myself. Right. And you go the opposite. (laughs) I love that you're bringing that up because sometimes I do toggle between that. It's, it's hard. So, so how have you found that balance? Because that's interesting that you went that way. I went, you know, kind of bounce around, but how, how do you recommend finding that balanced place? Yeah. It goes back to intention alignment, you know, just continually, like every morning I have my business strategy session with the Lord. What are we doing today? You know, what do I need to work on? What do I, where do I need to focus? What's the goal? You know, reminding myself this is the dream that he gave me. That's what I'm working towards. You know, when I start getting in, in those different pathways of like the, the shiny object syndrome (laughs) and start chasing all these other things, I have to stop and go, wait a minute, why am I doing this? Is this going to get me to the goal that I've already agreed with the Lord is where we're working towards, right? Because so much of this life is honestly about the journey, not getting to the goal or the destination or wherever we think we're going, right? It's so much more about, he just wants to be in the journey with us. And oh my gosh, I have learned (laughs) so much in that process of journeying with him and being able to set a goal, but then know that if I kind of wander all over, I'm still working towards the goal. And that's what I've really learned. I know I kind of got off topic there, but (laughs) um, in working with the Lord, that's what he's really shown me is that it's not about going A to B. It's really, it's not about getting to B. It's about that process and that journey with him. It's not always going to be a straight line but you're going to learn so much in the curbs. (laughs) Absolutely. And I can say that even just for the time that since I started my business, like I have learned so much. And we were talking about this when we first got on the call of like shifting, shifting who we're feeling called to serve, shifting how we're feeling called to show up. And it's so, so vital that we're constantly tuning in and first off asking the question, like, God, what do you want me to be doing? But then secondly, being unattached to what that is, because if you're too attached and I've been there, so I feel like I can say this, if you're too attached to the goal that you have, right, you're not going to hear him saying, whoa, whoa, we need to be doing something else. You're not going to want to hear that. You're not going to acknowledge it. So being willing to ask the questions, constantly checking in, what are we doing today? I love that you have those meetings. What are we working on today? Who am I serving? How do you want me to serve today? And really being willing to follow through on that. Yeah. Cause there is a goal. There is a plan, right? But not getting into the overdoing. <laughs> the Which over- is so easy to do. The over, yeah, yeah. Right. So I set the goal and then I release it. I have a plan for what I want to do that day, but by making sure I'm aligned with him first, I can hear if it needs to be something different. 
right? And if I don't hear anything different, then I follow through on what was already decided and that's fine, you know, but having that flexibility to not be so focused on the striving of reaching the goal, yeah. right? And it, and it really goes back to like we were saying about working from rest. I can work in peace and rest because I trust he is bringing the increase. He's bringing the clients. He's bringing the money. Whatever is coming to me is coming from him, not in what I'm doing. So good. And I think especially in the coaching world, it can be really difficult to find that balance of being spirit-led, being in tune with him and having the strategy, right? And trying to over-strategize and having too much of that. It's, it's a balancing, I believe. Yeah. And I, you know, for so long, I really got caught in strategy, right? And I went from coach to coach to coach to coach because what I was doing wasn't working. And I'm like, I just need a new strategy. I just got to feel, okay, that wasn't They my have the perfect strategy. I need to learn what it is. Yes, yes. And it, it goes back to that knowledge. You thinking that you need to learn something else to be successful, right? And it, it's, it's so about shifting your mindset into, I am not in lack. I have everything I need, everything. I have everything in me right now that I need to succeed, right? But then you have to ask yourself, what is your definition of success? What are you working towards? Right, if you're saying I have what I need to succeed, okay, who's defined for you what success is? And that's a whole nother process that I've been through. Yeah. And I think so often, and I I know that I've talked about this before, because I think again, online, it can be so easy to just adopt these views of success or these success standards that really aren't for us right now. And we don't even realize that we're trying to attain them. And so, like you said, so important to ask, what is success to me? What, you know, and praying about it, asking God to come into the conversation what is success for me right now in this season, in the next handful of years, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I love I love that you reacted when I said in this season, because I feel like it's so important. Your focus and success for you in this season may be very different than what you're going to focus on in a year. I was just talking to someone who has a young child. Success in that season of having a young child is going to be very different than success for you right? When you're focusing on your career, maybe they're a little older, it's going to look different, but being willing to ask and really get clear about that. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great point that we do things for a season. And and so often we get stuck in, I've picked this thing and I've got to stick with it. And this is what I'm doing. I don't really like it anymore. And it doesn't feel good, but this is what I picked and I got to stick with it. No, (laughs) you don't. No, you don't. That's one of the things, like I was talking about being flexible. I've changed my niche multiple times. Like it is what it is, you know? (laughs) I I served clients for that season. And then the Lord said, it's time to move over here a little bit. 
and then we moved again you know like it's being able to take those curves and make those shifts with him again it's not about a straight line a to b and it's so easy to get caught in that mentality um especially for the perfectionists right because we're working to the unattainable goal <laughs> yeah absolutely and then if we struggle with comparing at all and especially if you're in the online space I wasn't really online before I started my business right. it wasn't my thing and so then I start my online business and I'm like okay well I guess I need to be on social media so I start building my social media presence and that is something that I've really had to navigate like for me knowing that I don't personally love it and then knowing that if I'm on it too much and see too many other coaches, that's something that I can struggle with, right? So acknowledging that and then finding what works. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I know my own experience dealing with perfectionists in business, right? Moving into the online space, it looks completely different then I came out of the private um, practice counseling, right? So it was like this whole new world of, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing. So I need to hire a coach, right? And then the perfectionist in me says, well, okay, I have to do it exactly the way she's doing it. I have to do exactly the way it's being taught or it's not going to work. Right. And I do everything to the letter and it doesn't work. <laughs> it still doesn't work. It doesn't work because it's not for me. Right. That was for her. It wasn't for me. And God had to show me that that's really when he started shifting me into this. Um, you know, I am your source and I bring these things to you. It's not in what you're doing. And so it took me going through multiple coaches in what the world would call failing multiple times to see that it's not in what we're doing. It's not in the activity. It doesn't come from us, right? It, 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 it's all coming from him and he is the source and making that mindset shift and being able to not be so attached to the numbers and the metrics and the, you know, the dollar amounts or the followers or the I have this many members in my group or this many, you know, people listening to my podcast or whatever it is, you know, getting out of your head. <laughs> it really goes back to, you know, if I don't realign with him every morning and sometimes multiple times throughout the day, right? I'm realigning into I really want to operate out of the spirit, right? Operating in that place of I am one with him. I have the mind of Christ. I already know my spirit knows exactly what I need to do. And then operating in that instead of going, I don't know what I'm doing. Let me find another coach to work with. Which is such a revolutionary idea, honestly, because I feel like in the coaching world, and I see this even with believers not as much, but still definitely see it. I think everywhere in general is just this concept that if you don't have a coach, you're not going to be successful. Like you need to have a coach to yeah. be successful. Yeah. And I think there's definitely value 
Absolutely. And in having a coach, um, when you're coming into the online space, there's value in the knowledge of how to do the things, right? There's some things you just, you have to ask people how to do. (laughs) Absolutely. It's using that discernment, that discernment, right? Of, is this for me? Is this the right coach? Do I need a coach right now? Is this the right time? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it may be for a season, you need a coach. And then for your next season, it's you and God and your, your, you know, your business besties that you've made along the way and y'all do it together in community, right? You don't always have to have that one-on-one coaching. Um, but that's, that's again, where you said that discernment comes in and what's the intention behind it? You know, am I doing it because other people say I need to do it? Am I doing it so I can say that I have a coach? Oh, I'm working with a six, seven, whatever figure coach, right? What's your intention behind it? Why, why do you want to work with a coach? What do you really want to get out of it? So good. So good. Okay. I'm so glad that I randomly sprung this question up so we could talk about it. Holy Spirit, right there. Yeah, I just feel like there's so much in the coaching industry, like so many different challenges that can come up and so many, yeah, just challenges and things that we don't even realize are necessarily happening and kind of norms in the industry that I think it's just so important to talk about and to become aware of so that we can start asking ourselves these questions and realizing exactly what you said, that that may not be for you. That may be for someone else. That may not be for you. And being willing to like ask that question, to hear the answer and to realize that, yes, he may have that for you, but he also may have something else for you. Yeah, absolutely. I think so often we can operate in the space of checking off boxes, (laughs) right? We've got the our list is a mile long and we need to just check the boxes. I did this. I worked with this person. I got to this number. I met this measurement and, you know, God's economy and his way of thinking and doing things is typically opposite of what we do in the world. (laughs) So it's really about like, you know, going back to the intention of it and questioning why, why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this? Why am I making this decision? You know, and going back to, and then lining it up with scripture. Is this something that, um, you know, I really need to do? Is it something that God's directing me to do? Or am I trying to check off a box that somebody yeah. of a list that somebody else made for me? And again, I think finding that balance of goals are helpful and we need to have goals, right? That's, that's like our, our general compass, right? Is this goal that God has put on our heart. We know that it's aligned with his will. We know that he's placed that in our heart, but then being flexible and willing to adjust how we're getting there, what we're doing, what daily activities look like, right? What maybe the season looks like, but knowing, and we have that general direction of the goal. Goals are really good and helpful. So I just wanted to clarify, right? And we talked about that, but being flexible in how we're getting there, what we're doing, on the journey to get there. Yeah, absolutely. 
So good. Thank you so much, Susan. I so, so appreciate you coming on and I asked you so many different questions. So <laughs> I will put all of your links down below in the show notes for everyone to find and connect with you. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you headed down and left a rating and a review or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram and make sure to tag me. Thank you so much for being here, for spending your time with me, and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.